welcome to the Empower Her Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Aoife, and this is episode four, and what is the first episode of 2021. And of course, to start the year off, we are going to be talking all about goals and the dreaded New Year's resolutions today. Now, before I get stuck in, I wanted to just mention two things. First, a massive thank you to everyone who supported the show since launching last week. I've been absolutely blown away by your feedback and support. So to everyone who listened, who told a friend or family member or shared a screenshot to their Instagram story, thank you so so much for your support and to everyone who's subscribed to the podcast thank you for joining if you haven't already subscribed hit that subscribe button below because I will be launching a new episode every single week launching or publishing I'm not sure what the word should be there but we'll go with that Uh, second thing I wanted to mention was I have a new female strength and fat loss program starting next week on the 11th of January. It's an eight-week program consisting of three days of strength training with some optional high-intensity training. You'll get two training phases, each lasting four weeks, and you have the option of gym or home-based training. All will be based on progressive overload. So if you are in lockdown and needing to train from home, that is no problem as long as you have access to some sort of weights, hopefully a couple of dumbbells or maybe even a barbell if you're lucky. The nutrition approach is flexible dieting. So you'll be learning all about how to start tracking your macros, how to set your macros and how to adjust them each week in order to continue losing fat throughout the eight week program. Now, what makes this program different is that I will be educating you every step of the way on the how and why behind what you're doing so that you understand how to maintain your results long term. So over the eight weeks, the tools that you'll be given will ensure that you are stronger and more confident lifting weights, that you understand how to eat for results, be that fat loss or muscle building, and that you understand how to maintain those results long term. So if you want to kickstart your 2021 and make it the year that you achieve some goals rather than just setting them and forgetting them, and you want to challenge yourself that bit more to become a leaner, stronger version of yourself, the link to register for the eight-week program is going to be in the show notes below, or you can also visit my website, which is empowerher.fitness. All right, so let's get into the episode. New Year's resolutions. That's something that I love and hate because I love setting goals, but I am not a massive fan of New Year's resolutions because I think they're more often forgotten than not. So everybody seems to make New Year's resolutions, but very few people actually achieve them or even remember them when the year is out. I know when I started recording this episode, I even found it difficult to think back to the beginning of 2020 and what my goals were for the year. And I mean, anybody who set goals in 2020 probably found that the biggest speed bump along the way was COVID happening and throwing all of our plans for a loop. So that just goes to show that setting goals so long term can be a little bit detrimental. You're often better off looking at breaking it down into shorter term steps um, towards your long term goal. And that's what I'm going to talk about today, because 80% of people who set New Year's resolutions fail at achieving them. So you want to be in that 20% who sets a goal and actually achieves it by the end of 2021. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. 
So before we even go about starting to set some goals for the year ahead, what I would do first and what I have done is reflect on your year that has been. So look back on 2020 and whether or not you had set goals last year, it's a great idea to look back on what worked and didn't work in your year last year because that will give you some ideas on the areas that you could continue to grow or the areas that you may want to bring in some newer habits or create some change. So a few questions that you might want to reflect on when you're thinking about your year last year. Number one, what worked well in 2020 and why? So looking at your wins and your achievements of the year, what went well for you last year and why did that go well? Why did you excel in that area? And reflect a little bit on that. Secondly, how can you continue this in 2021? So how can you continue that growth and continue to progress in that particular area and continue to create bigger goals that you can work towards there? Next question then is going to be a little bit more on the negative side, I guess, but it's always good to reflect on what didn't work. So what didn't work well in 2020 and why didn't that work for me? Maybe you set some goals that were overly ambitious or maybe you set some goals that you really thought you would be able to remain motivated towards, but you quickly lost motivation and lost interest. And then think about why. Why did you lose that motivation? Why did you lose that interest? Were those goals not meaningful enough for you? Because often that's the case as well. And then what can I change in 2021 to improve in those areas? Or what other areas can I focus on instead? So it's really, really important to look at the goals that you have previously set. And if you didn't meet your goals previously, it's really important to understand why. Because only by understanding why can we actually make changes and make better progress towards achieving goals in the future. Step two then is to look at all the key areas of your life where you could set goals. Obviously, the main focus with uh, this podcast is health and fitness, but I also like to talk to my clients about, you know, having a really well-rounded lifestyle. And there are many different areas that bring you fulfillment in your life. So it's good to reflect on the different key areas and set yourself some goals in the areas that you want to improve further on. So for example, the areas that, some of the areas that I looked at for my goals were health and fitness, obviously, lifestyle, family and relationships, business and career, and finance. And then looking at setting some goals in each of those areas. If you're feeling a little bit unsure or a little bit stuck on what areas to focus on, I've got a little story for you that might help. So you may have heard of the analogy or the story of the professor and the empty jar. If you haven't, you're in for a treat. And hopefully I can tell it as well as um, it's been recounted to me previously. So uh, the story goes that there was a philosophy professor who came into his classroom one day with an empty glass jar and held it up in front of the class. He then proceeded to fill the jar with big rocks and asked the class, is the jar now full? And they said, yeah, it's definitely full because the rocks are filling up to the top. Next, he took out some pebbles and poured those into the jar. He then asked the class again, is the jar full now? And they said, yeah, it's definitely full now. You filled it. Then after that, he took some sand and proceeded to pour that in on top of the rocks and the pebbles. So it filled all the gaps in the jar and then asked the class, is it full now? 
And they looked at him and said, okay, you got us. Yeah, it's definitely full now. And basically, the analogy there is that life is the jar. The big rocks are the most important things that matter the most in our lives and give us the most fulfillment. So that would be things like family, connection, experiences, maintaining your health. And then the stones or the pebbles are the less enjoyable things, but things that you do have to do as well. Um, But they're not as important for leading a fulfilled life. So these would be things like your, your job, your house, the daily errands and tasks you need to do to maintain your life, basically. And then the final thing, the sand, that actually encompasses all of the distractions that we have on a daily basis in our life that really don't add up to creating a more meaningful or fulfilled life. So that would be watching TV, watching Netflix, scrolling social media, all of these things that take us away from you know, working towards our purpose and leading a more fulfilled life. So what I'm getting at with this story is looking at the big rocks in your life, looking at the things that matter the most to you. And those are the key areas that you want to set goals around. So hopefully that story has helped you to be able to kind of zoom out from having that narrow focus of just looking at one aspect of your life and looking at all the different areas. And a really good little uh, technique that I've used on this before and that I learned from someone else was to rate yourself out of 10 in fulfillment in each of those areas, each of those big rocks in your life. And then the areas that you're giving yourself a lower rating on are areas that maybe you need to set some more goals or put a little bit more focus on this year and the year ahead. Okay, so now you've got the key areas that you would like to set some goals for. Then you want to look at where you see yourself going in each of those areas over the next year. Now, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, rather than looking at a year, maybe we can first look at something more short term. So I would suggest setting yourself a six month goal for each of these areas first. And then what you can do at the six month mark when you get to mid year is reflect on how you've gone in your progress towards those goals and then set some more goals to get you to the end of the year. So let's look at six months from now. You want to fast forward and try this. Ask yourself, if I was to bump into myself six months from now for a coffee, what would need to have happened in each of these key areas for me to feel like it was a successful six months? Now, I don't want you making a huge list of different things because that's just going to give you a lot of overwhelm. I want you to think about where you want to be and how that would look like for you. So for example, I'll just give you one example off the top of my head. If you had a health and fitness goal for six months time, you might say something like this. If I was to meet myself in six months, I would want to be going to the gym three days a week, making progress in my training. I'd want to be eating food that's making me feel good. I'd want to have a better understanding of nutrition so that I'm not yo-yoing or um, starting a new diet every week. I just want to be in control of my nutrition and fitness and feel a lot more empowered in those areas. And that's the result. So that's the result you're working towards in those six months. And then you want to do that for each of the key areas. And next, we want to work backwards from that result and ask yourself, what are the absolutely vital things that need to happen for me to accomplish this result? 
Now, this is actually where most people stop when it comes to setting New Year's resolutions or setting goals. They find their goal and they think, okay, that's what I want to do. But they forget about the steps they need to take to get there. And that's actually the most important part because it's the processes and the daily habits that compound over time and create that change and create that result. So we're going to look at the small things that you can do each day in order to take you closer to your goal. And I would suggest if you're looking at creating a health and fitness goal in 2021, look at the small changes you can make first of all, rather than trying to do everything at once and go to the gym five or six days a week or train twice a day or completely cut out certain food groups or anything crazy like that. Stop making drastic changes and instead create small daily changes or small daily habits that you can start implementing because that's going to be a lot easier for you to maintain and create a lifestyle change. So a few examples might be to start drinking a glass of water first thing in the morning when you wake up instead of going straight for your coffee or tea or whatever you'd normally have first thing or maybe you don't even drink anything when you wake up instead of doing that drink a full glass of water when you wake up and get hydrated that's a really great start to the day instead of trying to do two workouts a day or go to the gym six or seven times a week look at going to the gym and doing a really good 30 or 40 minute workout three to four times per week Instead of trying to start a whole new diet and a whole different way of eating and cut out carbs or anything crazy like that, why not just look at your meals and try to include more vegetables and ensure that you're getting five servings of veggies per day. So those are some small changes that will add up over time to big results. And that's what you want to look at, the small daily habits and processes that you can seamlessly start to implement in your life and that you can maintain long term. Because the problem that many people have when it comes to January is they go hell for leather with a new training plan or a new nutrition plan that is not manageable or maintainable for them because it's so drastically different to what they normally do. And they're burnt out by week two or week three because they are just not able to continue doing it. That's not what I want for you. So look at the small daily and weekly habits that you can start implementing now and that you know you can confidently do every day. Okay, final step. We're nearly there. The final thing I want you to then do is make a concrete plan. Your schedule should reflect your goals and what you're moving towards. And this is really important. If you look at how your week or your day normally runs and what your priorities are, are you running on autopilot doing things for everyone else around you? Are you running on autopilot through your workday and not getting enough time to do anything for yourself? What you need to do is break that and set a schedule that you know will work for you and that will allow you to make progress towards your goals and towards the things that are important to you. So there are two things you can do to get started with this. First of all, at the beginning of the week on maybe a Sunday or a Monday morning if you're up early, think about what do I need to do in the next seven days to ensure that I am on track towards my goals? And when we're looking at goals, by the way, this is something I meant to say earlier, 
you shouldn't have a whole list of, you know, 10 or 20 different goals or different areas that you want to work towards. Prioritize the top three and then prioritize top three goals in each of these areas of your life. Don't make it too complicated or difficult for yourself. Simplify it. And then at the beginning of the week on a Sunday, look at what you need to do in those seven days in order to make a little bit of progress towards those areas by the end of the week. Then finally, I would suggest having a daily priority list. And honestly, this has been a game changer for me because first of all, I love lists. So it depends on if you're a list person or not, but I really like making lists of things and crossing them off. And what I like to do is make a list of my top three priorities each day. And it is a success list. So it's not a to-do list because a to-do list could be things like going grocery shopping, cleaning the house, things like that. A success list is a list of three things that you can do that day that are going to take you a step closer to achieving your goals. So it could be something as simple as drinking three liters of water in the day, going to the gym, doing five minutes of meditation, eating five servings of vegetables and two servings of fruit in the day. Make it something that you know will take you that step closer to the goals and priorities that you've set yourself long term. Okay, so we've covered a lot in today's episode. I'm just going to do a little recap for you guys before you finish up. So with your goal setting, number one is to figure out your priorities. Figure out what the key areas of your life are where you would like to set your focuses for this year ahead. Number two, make sure your schedule reflects that and make sure your daily and your weekly schedule allows time for you to make solid progress towards those goals. Number three, take some time on a Sunday to set yourself a game plan for the week. And number four, make a daily priority list of your top three priorities that will take you closer to your goals. All right, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already done so, make sure you hit subscribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to leave a rating or review for me on Apple Podcasts or tell your friends about it, take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, tag me at activelyifa, tag the podcast at empowerher.fitness. I love seeing that you guys are listening to the podcast and gaining some insights from it. And I would love to reshare those on my story if you do so. And as always, I will see you on the podcast next week, where we're going to be talking about calories and macros, my favorite topics. In the meantime, if you have any questions or you want to know more about about my programs, you can visit my website, empowerher.fitness. There's no .com in that. It is just empowerher.fitness. Or you can visit my Instagram page, which is at actively See you next week. Yeah.